Give me a beat. <laughs> you gotta start like you mean it. Hey. Free your mind. It's not enough just to dream it. Come on, come on, get up. When you feel it, it's your chance to shine. Strut like you mean it. Come on, come on, come on. guys welcome back to another episode of life is weird <laughs> yes <laughs> and you know we might got a little different setup if you noticed because we have a special guest today yes i'm queso i'm sage obviously I'm Gabby. big kelsey in this thing and we have miss marjorie <laughs> our first guest ah. we're so excited Thank you so much, Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you so much. Thank you. But, you know, we're going to get straight into it. So today we are talking about womanhood. Mm -hmm. All things that kind of encompasses being a woman, you know? The hard, the good, the bad, mm -hmm. and everything that that comes with, you know? So my little acronym that I came up with today, <clears throat> it is Women Empowerment is Real Dope. Mm. Okay. okay, you better say that. Right. I like you know what that. I'm saying? I like that. <laughs> you know, I'm like real quick. Yeah. <laughs> real quick. And I feel like it goes with the theme of the episode. So, you know, period. And before we get into that, I do have my shameless plug to shout out. Um, for those of you that don't know, I did big chop my hair in September. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Had to do it. Hair was breaking, you know? And the girl who did it, she is amazing. She's a natural hair care specialist. So all your natural hair needs, she the girl for sure. And she uses so much care. I can advocate for that. So yeah, her name is Ariana and her Instagram is hair days with Ari spelled E-R-I. So hair days with Ari. She's great. Hit her up. Tell her I sent Shout you. Shout out period. to you, girl. Yeah. I know, Cause you know, I'm, I'm going to do the big chop. Lord are you excited? What are you doing yeah, here? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be gone. Um, by, gonna by the summer gone. for sure. Oh so. Really? That's soon. Is it? Well, yeah, kinda. That's... If you round up. But yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and, anyway, shout out to her. Shout out to you, Ariana. Um, so I'm just gonna jump into it. <clears throat> Being a woman. Being a woman. Miss Marge, are you ready? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just jumping straight into it, I do want to ask, what does womanhood mean to you? And I'm the first one to ask you. You're the first Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show, and I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. I love to listen to you and just watch you evolve. Um, <laughs> And to the women that you are becoming, that, that you are. Mm. So when Gabrielle asked me to be a guest host, I'm like, oh my goodness. And she said womanhood. So I had to really dig deep mm -hmm. and really try to define what womanhood means. Um, and there's different stages. When I first thought about it, I said, womanhood is that young girl. Um, when you first get your menstruation, you know, mm -hmm. that's when you get it and your mom is like, Growing up, my mother was like, okay, now you're a woman. Mm -hmm. You know, there's certain things that happens when you have your, your cycle mm -hmm. that you can't do. So, you know, when I thought about that, that's what the first thing I thought about, womanhood. And again, through different stages of our lives, 
I think of womanhood. And womanhood also to me is defined as being true to yourself mm -hmm. as a woman um, and digging deep inside of what defines you. Um, know who your worth is, value. Mm -hmm. So those are the things I thought about um, in regards to what defines womanhood, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so yeah. Okay. Good answer, good answer, oh, good, good answer. answer. Anybody else want to take on what womanhood means? I'm not going after that. <laughs> that was a really good one. I just want to say, oh, like, since that's my mom, I feel like, you know, the adult watching the kid evolve, because it was just so, like, I just feel so proud. Like, <laughs> I got my mom on our show, y'all. I got my mom on the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, I just have to be dramatic. Y'all know I'm dramatic. Um, Love it. She deals with this all the time. Yeah. But um, what does womanhood mean to me? I would say, like, a pretty similar answer to my mom. I feel like womanhood is really just coming into yourself. And um, to me, it's kind of like being fearless. I feel like as you evolve throughout different stages, of your you know youth all the way into when you become a woman you, especially as a black woman you have to like face things like head on and sometimes when like we're younger i feel like part of our innocence as like young girls because we're just exposed to things more quickly or just like because we are black women i feel like our innocence kind of gets stripped away a little bit mm -hmm. so we may come into our womanhood a bit faster than our counterparts mm -hmm. um so i would say when i think of womanhood i think of like confidence and being like fearless pretty much mm -hmm. because there are just different aspects and different avenues of womanhood that we really have to just jump right into without looking back and so um yeah that would pretty much be what i would think of if i were to define like what womanhood is it's that that confidence that like just that aura mm -hmm. about yourself that mm -hmm. you have like that light that you just give off um yeah being fearless is what womanhood means to me yes and just to kind of piggyback off gabby and you guys both kind of set this in your answers just like this beautiful like balancing act when it comes to being a woman like we're strong and we're powerful but at the mm -hmm. same time we have this like delicacy to us mm -hmm. Um, we're able to be like, you know, powerful and strong and confident, but we do it gracefully and, you know, it's all fueled by love. So it's like this beautiful, like balancing act that I don't know. I don't know how we balance it, but as a woman, like we know how to do it. We know how to do yeah. it well. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. I think womanhood to me, and I, I like to use this metaphor, I always view women or a, a woman as a flower mm. and it's a, a flower in constant bloom. I don't know. I'm weird. So I like watch weird stuff on YouTube. And there's this video of a sunflower growing, but it's like sped up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's crazy because it reminds me of like the constant evolution of where you or how you grow as a woman. It's mm -hmm. like you're growing into this step and then you grow and then you keep growing and you keep growing. And it's just constant wisdom coming like mm -hmm. into yourself. Mm -hmm. And I've always just viewed women as like, a big bouquet of flowers yeah. mm. only be uh, and the, the bouquet is like different flower i love mm -hmm. using this metaphor because mm -hmm. it's like we're all different right yeah. 
But one thing that we're all doing is blooming, and it's mm. we're constantly. Oh, come on, a word, a word. Come on, somebody. Poetic. That was a word. Real poetic. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say womanhood to me. First of all, I'm just a person who thinks that women are like the most superior beings on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. We give Agreed. life. We nurture. We mm-hmm. do. You know, we just mm-hmm. do it all. We can do it all. <laughs> and a lot of times we've been forced to do it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like women giving the thing. I'm glad to be a woman. Period. Yeah. <laughs> period. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the period. Okay. Right. Period. So, how do y'all think womanhood has evolved from your younger days up until now? Miss March. Okay, my younger days till now, um, and I'm not fossil fuel. But I anyway, didn't. I wasn't gonna say. Um, younger days till now. <laughs> As I say, in regards to womanhood, I think back of my mother's generation, um, the women were not as outspoken mm-hmm. as my generation and definitely your generation. Mm-hmm. Um, they were more or less, like I said, seen and not heard. You know, their voice, um, they weren't outspoken. They, um, not so much submissive, but I would say submissive, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and your generation, like I said, you guys are out there with that confidence, that boldness, and making mm-hmm. yourself known. Um, my generation, we're there too. And like I said, I'm not very old, but a lot of women are just out there. They're yeah. doing their thing. They're yeah. being empowered, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So when they're speaking their mind and they're, you know, showing that confidence. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I would say how I see it changing. Yes. And like, I feel like, um, you know, back in the day, especially like my grandmother's generation, like, you know, the saying a woman's place was in the kitchen. But nowadays, you know, I feel like, like you said, women are not afraid to be a little more outspoken. They're not afraid to, you know, ruffle feathers, break Mm -hmm. boundaries. And they're like, okay, well, I don't want to just be in the kitchen. What if I want to be outside? And, you know, what if I want to be fixing cars, too? And want to be, you know, doing Mm -hmm. all the adventurous things that the men are. So I love that I'm seeing it, you know, evolve in that way as well. So... Yeah. And I love that there are women who are finding a balance, too, because like mm-hmm. kind of piggybacking off of both of you, you know, there are some women in our generation that I meet and they're like, they want to do that. They mm-hmm. want to just mm-hmm. be seen and not, you know, heard and not worry about certain things. Mm-hmm. And um, even looking back at like women in your generation and women in our grandmother's generations, like even though there weren't, it wasn't as common if you look at like people like for me, like Angela Bassett, you know what I'm saying? Or like Oprah Winfrey, mm-hmm. Whoopi Goldberg, people like that. I'm like, these are very outspoken women. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. they are the reason and your generation is the reason that we can be so outspoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was a lot of boundaries that your generation broke. And I think like you were saying in the earlier questions um, with like our grandmother's generations and having to kind of hold back, mm-hmm. that's also a skill. And because there's times where you need to use wisdom and maybe you don't need to say anything mm-hmm. right now. And yeah. that's something that I did have to learn from yeah. my mom because uh, I used yeah. to be like, well, uh, y'all know. Mm, no <laughs> yeah, I was ready to go. A little spicy, a little spicy, still but um, spicy. still spicy. <laughs> but I catch myself even at work, like I'll be sitting there and someone will say something and I'm just kind of like, noted, heard, mm-hmm. <laughs> got you. And I've, I've noticed that I do that a lot more. I don't talk as much at work mm-hmm. and I'm. I'm learning that from my mom mm-hmm. because my mom was like, you know, sometimes you have to sit back and observe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not always about standing up and being 
powerful because you can also be powerful in your silence. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, Definitely. but yeah. Well said. And I, I I'm a poet. No, listen. You can drop. You can drop. Okay. You can go ahead and pass. I don't know what you're saying before coming here, but I want some. I'm gonna keep that for you. No, no, I'm passing it to you today. Um, no, but I feel like everything that you guys said so far was was really good, and there's um a lot of power in everything that you all said when it comes to how womanhood has evolved from you know younger days to now and even though we still have a lot of evolving to do like our age group i feel like something that i admire and i like seeing is like women in positions of power mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so it's like you know a lot of times back then like women women could not work women couldn't women couldn't own land they couldn't vote they couldn't open bank accounts without the help of men. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like women have that option. Like if you would like to, you know, have a man provide and do all this stuff for you and everything and be more like submissive then rightfully so. Like you that's that's your choice. Like mm -hmm. we just have more options now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is something that is is always great to have options, especially, you know, again as like black women, like we evolving took a bit longer for us because we had things in place that like barriers that kept us from mm -hmm. growing and getting to where we are now. And I feel like our generation, there is a difference between us and like the young, the ones younger than mm -hmm. us, yeah. which kind of scares me just a little bit because it's like, we are like making strides and doing all these things mm -hmm. to be like, great make ourselves like seen and heard and everything and some of them like their perspective on like womanhood is just in like the materialistic things yeah. it's just mm -hmm. it's, from our generation too, yeah too. some of yeah. us some of us too but it's i know it's a fine line sure. I think. yeah, it's really, yeah it is a fine line, line. and it kind of low-key scares me just a little bit like Especially like when sometimes I think about like what they may like tolerate or like how their like self confidence is not like as much as our generation and just kind of have how they have this like I don't really care mm -hmm. type of attitude. It kind of scares me, but it also I also feel like we have the responsibility since we are older and we're like right there next to them within mm -hmm. like the age gap to continue to be like those role models and continue to show them that. There are strong like black women out there that don't have to do all this extra. They don't have to like have a BBL. They don't have to like have approval of a man. They don't have to do like all this extra materialistic or like societal based stuff. Mm -hmm. They can just be and be comfortable in their in themselves and like within their being. And mm -hmm. I just feel like yeah, I, I'm confident that we'll continue to evolve in the right direction as long as we continue to take on that responsibility of, like, being leaders as women. Yeah. Mm, okay. It's interesting that you said that only because I see it flipped mm. from what I see online and, like, the younger women in my family. Like, those those girls are, they're activists. Like, I see a lot of them, like, they will speak up, they will fight. And it's maybe just from what we see because there are a lot of girls in that age group out there that are like you know very materialistic and base it off of oh I got money he got money da, 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 da. but I've also seen so many of those younger you know high school maybe early college girls like they're very very powerful mm -hmm. they're very confident and they're, they're gonna speak up yeah. regardless so I think it's also good that some of their peers 
have that too yeah. so even if they don't want to look to us you can look at your peers and yeah. see like it's more mm-hmm. to life than yeah. money which money is great you know <laughs> but it's more to life yeah, yeah. it doesn't define yeah but woman. i feel like social media right now is just having such a big big impact especially on the very young generation yeah. you know so are they looking at these african-american as leaders women as leaders you know yeah. like the you know obama uh, mrs obama mm-hmm. you know um oprah are they looking at them as role models yeah. Yeah. you know so and saying that wow i can do this too for me, I think it may be far and few with this younger generation mm-hmm. because, again, social media to me has such a big impact mm-hmm. and they want to emulate yes. like mm-hmm. maybe Cardi B or, you know, or yeah. make the style. I don't know. Yeah. You yeah. know, so Not just you know me trying to understand. Yeah. <laughs> so me just trying to understand the younger generation because I have, you know, young nieces. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, OK, who is their role model? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. who are they looking at? I mean, you want, of course, their parents their moms to be role models or the women in their house to be role models but in regards to in leadership roles are they really looking at that it's like you know so it's i think the very young generation you know i'm praying that they're not getting lost yeah you know so that's deep for sure Mm -hmm. social media i'll keep mine short but social media i feel like is like the biggest impact on you know womanhood today with like the the younger younger women Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I definitely get some concerns about what these girls are like taking in from what they're seeing because there's there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of conflicting things. Like I said, there's a lot of like mm-hmm. empowerment for sure, but then there's a lot of like um get that yeah. word. Right. <laughs> we're not money. being portrayed as, you know, especially us as African American women. Yeah. We're not always being portrayed as positive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they always put in the ones that are loud and then then you're going to be called an angry, angry mm. black woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. so how many of us are they portraying, you right. know, as being successful? Yeah, right. You know, so, sure. you know, so we got a lot of work to do. For sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Came a long way, but still got a lot of work to do. For sure. <laughs> For sure. I agree. So, okay. So if y'all think of just femininity and like all of its essence, mm-hmm. what does that look like to you? Ooh, okay. I got one. Ooh. So for me... Femininity looks like not necessarily a style, but I'm going to use style as an example. So my style, I kind of look up to people like Sierra, Aaliyah, Janet Jackson in her younger years. Well, right now, too, because she be dressing. So and Tiana Taylor. So I like mm-hmm. women who like they can put on masculine fits mm-hmm. and, and emulate femininity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. so for me that's like still being able to have that essence about you mm-hmm. no matter what you got on mm-hmm. like it's more of like mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. as a person not yeah. you got on this and she got on that you know what i mean yeah. it's in you not on you it's okay. in you not on you yeah. on a t-shirt <laughs> but um we really could put that on no, seriously. Okay, anyway. Branding. Um, so I think it's a beautiful thing. And I've always looked up to Aaliyah, even when I was a little girl, because she would wear like that baggy Tommy Hill mm-hmm. figure. But I was like, mm-hmm. it's something so regal about her. Yeah. Even dressed in streetwear. I was just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. girl, you were just you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Sierra. Like, I'd be watching her, and like, even when she was pregnant, she would dress in like streetwear. But I was like, it's just, you look like a mother. Like, it's something just so feminine and, like, divine about you. Mm. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's beautiful. So, mm-hmm. 
It's in you, not on you. Period. Like Gabby said. Because like you said, because it's an essence. It's like a certain aura. Yeah. It's not yeah. I feel like it's more like so traits that define femininity yeah. and not necessarily like what you look like, what your yeah. hair looks like, or, you know, how big your boobs or butt are. But there's like this softness, mm-hmm. you know, about women who are feminine. Um, they're just unapologetically themselves. You know, I feel like there's like a certain gentleness as well. But, you know, everybody's in their soft girl era, so I just feel like the characteristics of that, because it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? What does being soft mean? What does that look like, you know? But, like you said, there's just a certain, like, essence of, like, still being gentle, still being nurturing, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's more so, like, an aura versus just, like, physical things. I would say, I don't know. I feel like, for me, I think mine... Like, my answer is low-key. It's, like, similar to yours, but still, like, a little different. Like, I do think it's, like, an aura. But I feel like I'm my most, I guess, feminine self when I look good. Like, like when, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but, like, when my, like, hair is done, nails done, everything. And I have on, like, a nice outfit. It doesn't necessarily have to be, like, it can still be, like, that streetwear vibe. Because you guys know I love to put on, like, some sneakers and everything and, like, sweats. But when I just, like, look good and I feel, like, super relaxed or just, like, I'm in, like, that self-care mode, that's when I feel like I'm my most feminine self. Because I feel like I'm less stressed out. And I feel like when I'm less stressed, then I'm more feminine. Because mm-hmm. when I'm stressed out, then like I start trying to do this, that, whatever, all this stuff. And like mm-hmm. my brain is everywhere. And it just, when I feel like femininity, like you said, it's supposed to be soft. It's supposed to be just like that divine energy. And so it's like, I'm supposed to have divine energy if I'm stressed. And I'm doing <laughs> yeah. all this extra. And I'm, yeah. Like I'm trying to, you know. And so even when it comes to thinking about like, femininity like I guess you could say like within like my relationship and stuff like that like I can't be my full feminine self if I'm all like stressed and crazy and you want me to come here and no I'm stressed (laughs) like I can't so I feel like when I look good and I feel good Mm -hmm. then that is when I'm like at my peak like femininity and then, and then, yeah, like yeah, when the more the closer I am to at peace, and the closer I am to like Queso said, and like mm-hmm. how you said, like that soft, divine mm-hmm. energy, then mm-hmm. I can. It's easy for me to give off that aura. Like yeah. I could just walk around unapologetic. I mean, I'm always walk around unapologetically me, mm-hmm. but it's just easier to just not have so much weight that I'm bearing like on yeah. myself. So yeah, here mm-hmm. you what is well, femininity? Well, like when you first think, when I first thought of femininity, femininity <laughs> you know, you think of the pink, you know, yeah. the doll and so on. But nowadays, you know, femininity, femininity <laughs> has evolved, you know, more compassionate, mm. sensitive, um, mm. nurturing, you know, empathetic. You know, that's why I think just to me, femininity could be soft, but it can be. You know, like you said, if you want to look at appearance, could be, you know, like the sneakers, the sweatshirt, your hair all messed up and still be soft and gentle. Yeah. So that's what I think of when you want to say femininity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those, these are great answers, by the way. I don't know. When I thought of femininity, I guess I didn't really look at it as like a like a softness, like a... I don't know, huh? Like not like a vibe type of. Yeah, like I literally just wrote divinity. Mm. I was just like, 
divine feminine. I mean, mm. I just feel like the the woman is just the top tier. Yeah, the, the, the pinnacle of life mm. itself. Yeah. You know, right? And I always say this: people sometimes I say this, people be like, oh, "It's kind of weird," but like just pregnant women, I feel like that's like the most. I do. Okay, okay. no, me too. <laughs> Me I too. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. The most beautiful being, I feel like, are just pregnant women. I don't know what it is. Like you're just carrying life. Yeah. Like, you're carrying life. life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can you. see it on you like a like certain a brightness, a glow. Yeah. It's just, so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's Scary. beautiful. You know? I feel like especially pregnant women who are still out there doing their thing. There's yes. this. There's two pregnant women. I mean. Minus like Sierra and all them, but like there's this lady and she plays the she played the trumpet or the tramp some horn mm-hmm. on the Beyonce. Renaissance, yeah, and she was up there like mm-hmm. eight months pregnant, yes. just doing her thing. It takes a lot of energy, you know. And then yeah. there was this other lady and she I forgot her name, but she's a DJ and she was like yeah, thirty five weeks pregnant DJing yeah. New York Fashion Week okay. and like she's wearing her stomach out and like how Rihanna would just she's like I'm mm-hmm. wearing a crop top. And my son was gonna be out, and like even our friend Trinae, I asked Trinae, I was like, um, before she had her baby, I was like, are you gonna wear like maternity clothes? She said, no, I'm gonna wear my crop top and my jeans, and my belly's gonna be poking out. And I just think like that's just beautiful. I just love that because yeah. it's like you being you, but you're also carrying this whole other yeah. being or beings if you mm-hmm. have yeah. twins. Life, life, life. Crazy, but yeah, yeah, exactly. What you said. I'm like, well, I'm pregnant. Like, see, <laughs> oh my god, when you scared the hell out of me. Why? <laughs> like, it just looks so painful. Oh, god, like, I just think I'm like, I'm yeah, not gonna, I mean, get, I'm gonna look down <laughs> and I can't see my friend. I'm weak. I can't oh, tie my god. shoes. Yeah. I can't. A little challenges there. Yeah, like, girl, I you better get your man to tie your shoes for you. It's a journey. And then for I sure. think about too well, princess like, treatment. Also, because I'm small, so it's like I just think yeah. like, where where is it gonna go? Where hmm? is it gonna go? I don't have I have no space. Like I don't have room. No, seriously, I'm no like, space. Like I do have room, obviously. Like realistically, you know, obviously uh, that's how my body was designed. But when I really think about it, I'm like, bro, like. Out. I'm gonna look like a child carrying <laughs> a child. Oh I mean, when you look at it like that, yeah, pain and all that stuff. But you know, there's it's so much beauty in it too. Yes. But that's yeah. the beauty of Overall. the female body too. Mm, like you, yeah. you're feeling like, oh, where is it gonna go? Okay, look at our friend Jazz. She's really yeah. short and petite, but she, yeah. she was carrying carry the baby. Yeah. She was carrying. You gonna carry the baby? Okay, it's gonna be in there. The the way that our bodies were designed, I feel like our bodies work wonders. We literally push out human beings. Exactly. Yeah, from some, down yeah, there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm freaking you out. Yeah, more. I know. But, <laughs> but the, the one cool thing, and then I'm going to let you move on, mm-hmm. is how, well, specifically black women, how we carry the Eve gene. Oh, with, yeah. Yes, we're the only ones that carry the Eve gene. And basically, the Eve gene, like, we have the potential to create, like, any form mm. of, any, like, shade mm. of life pretty mm-hmm. much right so yeah. say like there's somebody in your family who's like a redhead or whatever or say your husband is like caucasian or whatever and you could be you know like a nice you know dark-skinned woman and your child could come out and look like pale blonde hair, with blonde hair or like red hair and everything and people may not understand like how that happens we're the only ones we're the only ones that mm-hmm. carry that gene and that's just like that's how you know like black women like you said are the, like the pinnacle of everything blueprint yeah. 
That's us. Well, women in general. I, you know, you said, I said, you women, said women, but, but you know women what I mean. General, you know, I love us. You say you know what the fuck I mean. I was thinking up. I was thinking up what you were putting down. What I said. I can lie. Okay. Lord. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Moving on. So, okay. As y'all have matured, have you find your have you found yourself kind of like adjusting certain aspects of like your womanity, um, <laughs> just to fit in like in particular spaces? Mm-hmm. And if so, like what kind of spaces? And what did that look like to you? I'm still pretty crazy. <laughs> so, no. Okay. I mean, I learned how to turn it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, I'm but do you attribute that to your womanity? Womanliness? No, honestly, I feel like that's just a Kelsey. That's really just me. Like, I think, yeah, I think. Yes and no, because I feel like it's a part of me and I am a woman. I feel like I'm a very goofy person i was gonna say something else but i don't think we can say that anymore um I was a, you can't I, yeah i was a very i'm a very goofy person like obviously i know how to turn it off do mm-hmm. i choose to no mm-hmm. but i know how and i think like i have learned how to kind of adjust in other areas like sometimes some people may not i'm, I'm not everybody's cup of tea so sometimes i've learned how to be like let me just you know chill out yeah. But most of the time I don't. <laughs> so no. <laughs> what kind of spaces do you feel like has that like more pressure to Ooh, I have calm a, it down? I, I don't know if this is gonna sound racist. Ciao. But <laughs> around I've noticed around like Caucasians. Right, our counterparts. Our counterparts, but mostly a certain group of counterparts. Right. Sometimes I'm like. I don't even know how to be so i'm just gonna Not sit back because <laughs> yeah. i really don't i'm just so used to and which is crazy because i grew up with a lot of yeah our counterparts Same. but i think in those developing years most of those years like i was around a lot of us mm-hmm. or other brown people so it's like when i'm around other people that aren't black but they're brown mm-hmm. it's whatever but i don't i don't know like being around that group i feel like it just kind of i don't know it's like, I don't know if I need to turn on my voice. <laughs> if I just need to talk like this or like, I don't know. That makes I don't sense. know. It just makes me feel weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. yeah. I sometimes find myself having to tap a little more into my masculinity side in the workspace. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like, you know, that's the way I have to, or that's what I got to do in order to gain the respect that I, you know, yeah. that I need. Um, but then once that respect is gained, like, I feel like you can kind of go back and revert to your original, like, you know, more feminine self. But sometimes you do kind of have to tap into that, you know, sorry, mama, but bitchy side, you know, and they talked about it. Like, it's like, okay, well, if a man does it, it's like, oh, he's bossing up. But when women do it, you know, it's It's for the angry black woman, you know, but yeah, like I said, I find myself having to sometimes do that in the workspace. I feel like that's pretty much, do I find myself having to? adjust my womanliness in other areas 
sometimes I feel like even being around the older generation, because like I said, times are different, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and a lot of them mm-hmm. understand us, a lot of them still don't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like sometimes I feel like I need to be a little more modest and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. turn it down a notch mm-hmm. and, you know, be a little more polished and, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I find myself having to do that in those spaces. But like you mm-hmm. said, it's a balancing act. So yeah. I feel like with how you said, like, with the older generation sometimes i feel like they try to little girl you Mm. oh like they like i'm grown like no matter what i look like Mm -hmm. i am not a child so like Mm -hmm. and even if you were if and if i was because it's like now now that i am like no longer in school and stuff and i'm in like the career space and i'm like a part of like networking groups and stuff like that sometimes i am the youngest one mm-hmm. and so it's like sometimes they still try to like oh the- yeah. no no man like patronizing <laughs> yeah like, like or they'll be like oh, yeah. oh so like what little job do you have it's not a little little job little there's, is crazy. there's nothing there's nothing little about anything that i do like my master's degree that's what i'm saying like sometimes it just definitely comes off as them trying to like and I don't even know if it's intentional. I feel like sometimes it's still that, like, I'm your elder type of space. Mm-hmm. But it's like, whether respectfully, disrespectfully, I don't care. Whether you're my elder or not, like, you're going to give me that respect that I deserve. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you in, like, a respectful way. But it's just, like, that's one thing that I don't, I don't like. Or they'll be like, oh, like, you don't. Like no, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not a kid. Like, don't ever try to. If you try to little girl me, you gonna get your feelings hurt. Um, <laughs> but um, I was. <laughs> it's facts. Um, but I would say, like, in the workspace, I feel like sometimes I do adjust. And believe it or not, I would say like a lot of the spaces that I've worked in have been predominantly us. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I feel like I have to kind of like dial it back a little because not, of course you would like and hope that all, you know, like we're all rooting for each other, especially mm-hmm. as women. Yeah. But sometimes like you can definitely tell like those type of women who like, they just give off that envious vibe mm-hmm. or they just like, you don't want to talk to them about like. What you, your, got, what you got going on, your yeah. accomplishments, nothing. So you try to keep the answers very, mm-hmm. like, surface level. And sometimes I feel like when I'm in those spaces, I definitely dial it, I definitely mm-hmm. dial it back. Mm-hmm. My answers will be very cut and dry with you if I feel like you're being, like, intrusive and not wow. trying to, yeah, like, you're low-key, like, yeah. plotting against. Like, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And so those spaces, sometimes even around, like, black men and what kind of spaces though like okay elaborate okay so like say say we're at like a function like Mm -hmm. a kickback or something right yeah and we're around people that we're like meeting like for the first time they could be friends of friends or something but again just because you're an extension of my friend doesn't mean that you move the same way as my friend or think the same way as my friend Mm -hmm. So, I mean, again, everybody's entitled to their own views and, like, you know, opinions and everything. So, sometimes if I feel like, say, like, I'm may, maybe I'm, like, the only woman in the space or, like, mm-hmm. there may not be too many other women, like, around. And we're talking about certain topics and, of mm-hmm. course, their experiences may be different 
than ours. ours. Like, yes, they're similar because we are all black individuals, but they're still different because they may have to approach certain things different for the simple fact that they are a man. And mm -hmm. sometimes, like, as a woman, I feel like when you give your perspective on something, especially for the only one, mm -hmm. they, some, some, I've been in a situation, like, a couple situations before where they'll try to, like, kind of dismiss your feelings or, you or, like, make mm -hmm. it seem like it's not that big of a deal or just, mm -hmm. like, you know, like, not as serious, kind of, mm -hmm. like, invalidate your feelings in a way. Mm -hmm. And it's, and I'm not saying that all. It's definitely not at all. But I have been in those spaces before where it's just, like, I kind of have to, you know, sometimes I may not say as much. Sometimes mm -hmm. I may not say, like, my full, like, opinion on everything mm -hmm. because... I don't want y'all to gang up on me or mm -hmm. I don't want that to be part. like, I get that. you know, mm -hmm. attacked for how I actually like feel for real. And so I would say those like those spaces for sure. Um, and those are really I would say those are probably like the only two like certain workspaces and then unfamiliar mm -hmm. spaces with certain individuals. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about you, Ms. Marge? It's funny, I'm listening to your answers, and I guess the question I was, I was, you know, I kind of had a preview of the question, mm -hmm. and I tried to figure out how to answer it. So the way I answered it is a little different than the way you guys answered mm -hmm. it. Um, the way I saw it as adjusting my womanhood is in the space of being a mother, mm -hmm. um, in the space of being a wife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey! oh, we can't relate. You know, a sister or even not not necessarily my biological sisters, but my sisterhood mm -hmm. with my yeah. friends, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and in my career, you know. So those are the different hats that I had to adjust mm -hmm. in those spaces, mm -hmm. you know, as being, like I said, the mother, the nurturer, mm -hmm. the wife, mm -hmm. the caregiver. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. when I listened to you guys, I was like, well, I guess <laughs> it was a different perspective yeah. that I looked at it, you know. I have a question. So, so yeah. which which of those like do you think come the most natural, if any, mm -hmm. if you could pick any or all? Um, so, like which one feels more like your most authentic self? I would say if it came natural, probably was motherhood in mm -hmm. a sense, you know, because as y'all were speaking before, it was like I had this whole individual growing inside of me, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and once this individual came, it's like, OK, my instincts kind of took mm -hmm. over, you know, good and or bad. And mm -hmm. I had a village, which was very helpful to raise, mm -hmm. you know, my, our children. Um, but that motherhood instincts, you know, yeah. you know, you don't have a, a pet, you know, you don't have a manual. Right. I mean, you do, mm -hmm. but really don't, you mm -hmm. know, and each child is different, different yeah. Yeah. you know, and um, all you want is that when you raise your kids and they grow out to be good individuals, mm -hmm. respectful, you know, yeah. you know, there's some, there's some, you know, challenges, but no, <laughs> no, but for the most part, you know, as being a mother, a parent, mm -hmm. you know, all you pray for your child is to be a good human mm -hmm. being. That's mm -hmm. what, you know, mm -hmm. safe, healthy, a good human being, mm -hmm. you know, so that one to me, I think came a little easier, mm -hmm. um, you know, but everything else was is good, you know. You got to put those different hats on. Yeah. I have, mm. I have uh, a question for you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, okay. Which one was? <laughs> which one was harder to adjust to your career or your marriage? 
My marriage. Okay. Yeah, you knew I was going to go there. Yeah. yeah. And marriage, I mean, I, I tell Gabrielle all the time, and young women, mm -hmm. you know, marriage is um, it's a job. Mm -hmm. it, and it's a partnership, you know, mm -hmm. it's, and it's two people just coming together. You have different personalities. You have different upbringing. I could say for my husband and I, I think our values were very similar, mm -hmm. you know, both from Caribbean backgrounds. We were raised a lot of similarities. And I think that helped a lot in regards to raising our kids, mm -hmm. you know. But in marriage, it's a give and take. You know, my husband and I were going to be married. We're married. 26 years. Damn. Wow. Damn. <laughs> you know, so it, it, there was a lot of trial and error. Again, mm -hmm. that's another manual, you know, you don't have a script. And so, um, and one thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to bring God's grace. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what got us through. And that's what gets us through. You know, mm -hmm. I stay prayed up. We stay prayed up in our household. Mm -hmm. And, you know, try not to let outside influences, mm -hmm. you know, um, get into the factor of any of that. Um, right. So that was one thing. You know, so those are the, that's when I looked at womanhood. Those are the aspects I looked at. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and career, career, I could say career is okay. I'm a nurse. You know, I am a registered <laughs> nurse. Um, and there's different, um, you know, career paths that I have, I mean, avenues I've taken in my nursing. So now that I'm at this stage of my life, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, where do I want to go? You know, mm -hmm. becoming the empty nester. You know, now mm -hmm. it's a matter of, okay from now until retirement. Now this is what I'm thinking about, is retirement. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Just, <laughs> just think about that right now. <laughs> retirement is like, okay, where's life going now? Yeah. You know, so those are the, you know, when I think about womanhood in my life. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, great answers for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, I mean, I guess I could add my little two cents where I felt like I've had to adjust. Um, I would definitely say the workspace, I feel like for probably the most obvious reasons that y'all all were kind of saying, um, in different spaces with men, like men our age too, like what Gabby was saying, yeah. Um, and even in, so I, you know, come from a Caribbean background also. So even like with, in spaces where there's elder Caribbean mm -hmm. people, mm -hmm. especially Caribbean yeah. women. Yeah. Um, that can be tough sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I feel like there is kind of a just the automatic like feeling to kind of be a little bit more quiet and mm -hmm. um obedient and kind mm -hmm. of, you know, not really having your own voice as much as you probably typically would. Um so yeah, I would say in those kind of spaces, I feel like for me anyways, I feel like I've had to adjust um but yeah but anyway so moving on to the next question <laughs> what would y'all say are your three pillars of womanhood and however however you would define it well i mean i could try i was trying i was trying to think of an answer for it I feel like all of our answers are going to be different and nothing's wrong with that because I feel like there's, you know, yeah. it's, we're so complex. We're very complex creatures, so. You know. We're simple. We're complex, but we're simple too, I think. Mm. Yeah. Pretty simple. Well, when, think of the three pillars again. I, you know, I, was, uh, I think, think I'm about like, it. so I went into the dictionary and looked to see, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no. you can But when ahead. I thought of the three pillars of womanhood, I thought about... Um, the puberty stage, 
Okay. You know, as your puberty, you go through your little changes and everything. It's trying to figure out, come into who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, develop your own little personality. Um, and then I'm thinking of the young adulthood or adulthood, maybe this is the phase mm -hmm. right here and what that looks like, you know, getting into your career, finishing school and things like that. Mm -hmm. Or if it's motherhood, if mm -hmm. you decide to be mothers. And then I'm thinking of this stage, you know, so it's almost like, um, is it the Erickson stages of development oh, yeah. that you have like to go that, through? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'm not generativity versus stagnation because that's <laughs> like at the end. But at this stage, you know, right now I'm thinking of this stage, you know, again, just as I mentioned, retirement, you know, um, and be coming through passing that puberty, no more cycles. And now I'm dealing with, you know, the menopause and what that feels like and what that looks like. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I say to Gabrielle and some of my friends who are going through this stage, it's like, you know, I had to ask my mother. Nobody told me what to expect mm -hmm. during menopause. Yeah. Nobody I didn't told know it me. lasted for years. <laughs> yeah, it lasts for, ye it yeah, lasts exactly. for years. Exactly. I didn't yeah. know that you are had you to serious? I didn't know I that you had to forever. wear like pads and tampons at night. What? What is that menopause? I mean, I said I, no, not, no, you said menopause, I'm night. thinking cycle, right. never mind, I was in the wrong pillar, the wrong pillar. <laughs> we're not about to brush over that, what do you do at night, <laughs> oh gosh, did I, did I fail you, bro, I came home, because I, I started my cycle, oh, not God. menopause, clearly. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, y'all. Oh, gosh. I started mine at school. And so mm -hmm. I came home, and Mommy was like, okay, like we're going to have to get you stuff. It's okay. So, you know, we went, got my little pads, whatever. So it's time for me to go to bed. No. And I said... I gotta wear this to go to sleep. And she was like, Yes. <laughs> Don't stop, baby. And I was like, What do you mean? And she was like, Gabrielle, it does not stop at night. And I almost lost my mind, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. But it's okay. 13. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. I was 12. I was, I'm not gonna say how old I was. I was a late bloomer. I didn't start my own, like, high school, ninth grade. What? Really? So, like, 14, yeah. 15? Y'all. I was very like a small and petite child in middle school. I had a growth spurt like was, high school I and I too. shot up. Yeah, I used to be like the shortest girl in my class. That's so crazy. I know. You would never thought. Because you're you know. almost my height. So. Yeah, I was a late bloomer. Was wow. I was small too, but after I got mine, Still I was small, bro. Yeah, as you can see, I was very young. Like, Y'all, I was nine. We left the height last year. Still small. I was always large. <laughs> okay, someone else. Three pillars for womanhood. Three pillars. There we go. Oh, so for mine, I said nurturing. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like, if there, the way that I looked at this question, I was like, okay, what's the common denominator? Mm -hmm. So nurturing. Um, there is a slight submissiveness that I feel like you know. Sometimes we don't want to admit it. Sometimes, but I do feel like you know there are certain aspects or characteristic mm. traits that require for us to be submissive mm. that, you know, allow us to be more into our feminine. Cause just like you said, when you're not stressed out, you feel like, you know, yeah. you're more so, I don't know, but yeah, submissive. Um, and then fem I don't know. I said femininity, but I mean, we talked about yeah. that earlier, but like, I don't know. I just feel like those are my three, like 
common denominators like mm. we're all nurturing mm. we all have this you know this type of submissiveness to us because let me tell you so i know i'm kind of going off topic but like i feel like when you meet a partner that makes you want to be submissive you know, because I feel like we're all like, oh, I don't want to be submissive. But it's like, you're going to meet that person where you're going to be, you're going to want to make gonna his play too. Yeah. You're going to, yeah. baby, what you want? Okay. Like you're going to want to be submissive. Like, and it, and it'll come naturally. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. have to fight it, then okay, maybe, you know, that's not the right person. But like, I do feel like we all have this ability to be submissive and not fight it. Um, and then femininity. So yeah, those are my three. I feel like yeah, definitely pick it back off of you're gonna meet someone who's yeah, gonna make exactly you want to be. Say. That's what, yeah. Like if you feel, I feel like every woman chases security in some way. I think some emotional, some mental, some you know financial, mm -hmm. whatever. But I feel like if a man makes you feel secure, I know for me, like if I feel safe with you, yep. yeah, I don't have to be masculine around mm -hmm. you. Yeah, I, that's I feel safe, I feel protected, and I feel respected. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I make it play. <laughs> what you want to do? Make your plate. <laughs> what you want? <laughs> what do you want? We can get dessert. You have um three pillars to follow that up. Me yeah. Um, <laughs> mine are purpose, mm. adventure, mm. and divinity. Mm. So purpose. Yeah. Everyone has yeah. a purpose, but I feel like just walking in your purpose mm -hmm. and really not being scared to move forward with what you're called to do. Mm. I think that's purpose kind of hits in the career field of everything then I feel like with adventure can also be like not just traveling or trips but self-discovery which is an adventure <laughs> um so that's kind of like your inner your your soul mm -hmm. and then you have divinity which we were talking about like pregnant women mm. and just like who we are and who we've des been designed to be as women like our bodies go through so, so many cycles mm. and we can do superhuman i think giving birth is a superhuman strength i agree because just girl yeah. it's, a yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot but it's like that's so divine to me to literally be able to incubate life so it's like that's why i like yeah <laughs> creation that's what i was gonna say that's creation a, so there's you your career your creation important. and then your soul, your inner self. Mm -hmm. Nice, Boom. nice, nice. Okay. I liked how you did the adventure, the adventure thing, because mm -hmm. it's like most people when they think about adventure, they just think about like going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Which is also going somewhere. Yeah, it is going mm -hmm. somewhere. It can be going somewhere. You go somewhere. I love okay. a good trip. <laughs> um, those are good. I kind of struggled a little, but I think I've got my three. So I would say, when I thought about the question, I thought about I guess like what I feel like, I guess, every woman should have, mm. kind of, mm. pretty much. Um, so confidence, mm. I said, is one. Because I feel mm. like once you're confident within yourself, that'll take you very far. Because mm. you'll be able to accomplish things that you probably only could dream of. Um, when you're confident within yourself, I feel like that just is rooted in, like, self-awareness and, like, who you are. Mm -hmm. um, I said passion, whether you're passionate about, like, just be passionate about something, whether mm -hmm. it's, like, if you're passionate about, um, I don't know, something that you do, if you're passionate about people, if you're passionate about, like, helping others, whatever it is, like, I feel like that kind of taps into purpose, like, just fuel your passion, um, because I feel like once you start losing 
passion for things, um, you kind of just become boring. Sorry, like just with life, I just feel like, <laughs> right. like if you're not passionate about anything or you don't have something that when you wake up in the morning yeah, that you can look you. forward yeah. to, that's such a boring life. And it's like, is that even worth living? Like if you, whoever's listening to this right now, man, woman, child, alien, I don't know. But if you are not, <laughs> if you are not passionate about something, figure out something to be passionate about because that is what's going to help you wake up in the morning and like, just keep going. Like there's, is life worth living if you don't have anything to live for? No, it's Definitely. not. So it's like fuel your passion. Um, and then the last one I said is understanding. So I feel like mm -hmm. we all need that sense of understanding, being able to understand other people. Um, whether that's like listening to them and, you know, um, self-reflecting. I feel like we should all be somewhat understanding when it comes to others, but also be understanding with ourselves. Understand that we are going to change. Understand that we're going to make mistakes. Understand that we are not going to stay the same. We're not going to stay the same woman that we were however many years ago, and that it's okay. Um, and I feel like with understanding that's something that, I'm like I will say I'm currently working on is understanding how to give myself grace because mm -hmm. um, yeah good things you know take time so confidence passion and understanding I feel like those are all necessary to just push you into that next those next levels those different pillars of womanhood. Okay. So I can't even snap. My thumb is sprained. Um. So. I was sitting here trying to think of the three that I come up with, but the first one that I did come up with was grace, though. Um, just the ability to give others grace, give yourself grace, and really just kind of just give just give everything grace, and really understanding that we're all living this, you know, unique human experience, yeah. and you know, just being gracious, you know, just in general. So I think that's one. Um, the next one I was gonna say, I was trying to come up with the word and Kelsey really said it, like she was saying like creation, divinity. <laughs> Why was the word that I thought of was like fertility? And that's not to say that I feel like, you know, it's a woman's duty to give birth or like have kids and stuff. But I feel like that is just one of the main points of just essence of like being a woman. Mm -hmm. So Grace, Fertility, divinity, creation, all that kind of stuff. The third one, I couldn't, I couldn't come up with a third one, y'all. I was gonna say beauty, mm. um, but I felt like I wanted to think a little more on that, like why I say beauty, because not just like you know, just physical beauty, but just like your inner beauty, inner beauty, yeah. which kind of ties into grace a little bit too. But beauty is good though. Yeah, okay. it's not, it's not on you, it's in you. Beauty. Yeah, just radiate. Like yeah. when, like when someone, I think when someone's beautiful, like you said, it's not just physical beauty, but it's like, you can tell when someone has like a beautiful spirit, like when they have a beautiful soul, when they have beautiful energy, like it just comes right up off them. Like it's yeah. really just one of those things where it's like, wow. Like, like you literally feel it. Like you like just you be do. in their presence and you're like, I feel good around, I feel refreshed, I feel yeah, recharged. It's like, like there's just something yeah. about you. So I think, I don't think beauty is a bad answer. I can also say when you have a beautiful spirit, in my opinion, like from what I've seen with the people that I'm around you having a, a inner beauty also makes you more attractive outwardly. Because mm -hmm. yeah. there's like this person, and I'm not gonna say their names, and they're really pretty, but I was like, wow, like, but you, the way that you carry yourself, mm -hmm. your essence makes mm -hmm. you even more beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. And I also wanted to say, 
fertility because you said fertility also because there's women out here who don't have that ability Mm -hmm. it doesn't make you any less yeah no for sure feminine or you know womanly i think it's a beautiful thing to be able to create some Mm -hmm. women don't have that Mm -hmm. um i have women in my family who can't but Mm -hmm. they're still just beautiful women the essence that they carry Mm -hmm. and they're mothers but not you know biologically yeah, but they yeah, still yeah. I think have even, that nurturing spirit yeah. Yeah. even if you can't biologically like produce mm-hmm. like every like nurturing okay yeah we could say that nurturing spirit is in for me I think nurturing yeah so yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to put that Period. Okay. Okay. Love those answers. Pillars. Right. different. So okay, just to kind of end it off. What would y'all say is the weirdest or most challenging part about being a woman for you? Working mm. during your period. Oh. <laughs> I'm, no, because yeah, That's me a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. real. Very real. There is no reason on the planet Earth I should be sitting behind a desk with my uterus about to fall out. There's no reason. I just don't. I feel like it should be illegal. I'm not joking. There's no reason. It shouldn't, cause I've had to leave. Like I've literally had to leave work Thanks. and go to urgent care. That's how bad I've had cramps before, mm-hmm. which could be other things. But mm. it's like we shouldn't have to. We yeah. shouldn't yeah. have what? Like yeah. you want me to sit here and look at you and go to this meeting and talk yeah. to this and customer? Smile in your face and I'm dying on the inside. Like literally, <laughs> there are some women who have periods who literally can't even stand yeah, up or they're move. like I, yeah. I had a friend every time she had a period it was bad she would throw up yeah. she couldn't stand up she would have to go home Definitely. so it's like why are we working on our periods yeah. that's insanity to me so as you answer that as you say that that's was that was one of the things I spoke you know was thinking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. and women's the challenging things that we experience and some of us suffer in silence mm-hmm. you know the menstruation the infertility mm-hmm. um, the cyst any reproductive issues that women go through Mm -hmm. you know those are some of the challenges menopause like i said is something you know Mm -hmm. dealing with you know some of us like i said suffer in silence you know and we shouldn't have to you know should be open and talking to each other about it and finding different ways to deal through it you know so i think that could be seen as a challenging you know part yeah that's really good for sure Okay, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, I would say balance. Mm-hmm. Like trying mm-hmm. to find balance between like yourself and like I guess the world pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. like okay. as you're changing as a woman and then like I mean if you have other like women who you're friends with, like they are also changing, um, whether it's for the good or for the bad. So like trying to balance like friendships and then like if you you know do have a significant other like trying to like balance like who you are like within your relationship and like just um balancing like life you know when you're you're working and trying to provide in this like i said it's it's not back in the day anymore so women are working Mm -hmm. and sometimes you know it's like like i think about i commend women who can work all day so like i'll shout out to you mom who work all day and then come <laughs> home and like cook mm. and then you would still like take care of like blake and i like mm. 
thinking about it, it's like that is so crazy. No, that's okay. Like that's so crazy because it's like <laughs> I'll be tired. Because it's like when it's like work. when do you have time like for yourself? And yeah, it's like yeah. sometimes you probably don't. Yeah. And so I just think like trying to it's just always a balancing act of just trying you can never just be as a woman. You're always trying to adjust to this space or this aspect of life or anticipating this or going through this. And overall, just balancing being a woman and balancing life, um, it can definitely be very challenging and take a toll on you. So, like, please, like, anybody, like, take care of yourselves mentally. Mm -hmm. Find that support group. Find mm -hmm. people who are going to be around you and lift you up during those times when you need them the most because – and if you know, like – like, give women grace, y'all. Mm -hmm. Like, whether mm -hmm. you are, like, a woman or a man yeah, or whatever grace, who's, yeah. who's listening to this, like, it doesn't matter. Just give everybody grace because we all have different stories. We all have different lenses when it comes to what life looks like for us. So there's no need to just be negative because it's like life is way too precious for that. Mm -hmm. So just, yeah. just be kind. You only get yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. You is good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I was thinking of like periods. You can reiterate because yeah. it's crazy. It's hard. <laughs> think, like, it's, mm -hmm. it really, really should not have to go about normal daily life when you're suffering the most intense pain sometimes. Like, yeah. It's really, mm. It's, 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 it's true though. No, it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's bad. Yeah. It's horrible. But think of having after having a child. Ooh. Mm. After you give birth. Mm. For some women, you know, in some cultures, you give the birth and then you're out there just continuing to do yes. what you got to do. Yes. So, so we're yes. amazing. I mean, as women, we are amazing. Yeah. It's not even that long. No. It's, it's not. not. Yeah. It's not. One of my friends came back to work like a couple of weeks, like before Christmas, and she had her baby recently. And I was looking at her like, "Why are you here?" Mm, and she's yeah. like, "They said I had to come back." And I said, mm. "For what? Mm, like you shouldn't yeah, even." Yeah. It was ridiculous, yeah. and mm -hmm. just she yeah. worked all the way up until like the mm. week she was due, yeah. so she could have more time at home. Yeah. And I'm like, "It's, it's yeah, that's, yeah. Like, and not use up all your PTO, which yeah, I say exactly. this week, extend your maternity leave. It's crazy." She's like walking, and she's she's no, very small. I think there was one point where she said like her pelvis hurt so mm. bad like she was trying to walk to the bathroom and i'm like you should even oh, have to be here yeah. and she was like if i go home now i'm not gonna have enough time with my baby yeah and i was so, like that's ridiculous yeah. that's that's crazy yeah, it shouldn't um, be it really shouldn't be because a lot of there's other countries where it's like i think there's one i don't remember which country it is but you can have maternity leave up until like your like your child is like one years yeah. old or something like that yeah. and you're like home and then even i think I saw something, it's like a, not necessarily a center, but it's like somewhere in one of the Asian countries pretty much where it's like, not necessarily like a routine or like something, but basically they'll give you like certain food. You're kind of like in a recovery house for birth wow. in a way. And they'll give you like foods and drinks and all this stuff for you to like, like restore your womb pretty much. Wow. And you are there for however many like days and weeks and stuff mm -hmm. so that your body can get back to normal after you just went through a traumatic experience. Yeah. Yeah. But traumatic is crazy. It is. A, it is but like, it is. It your is body trauma. goes through all these changes. Yeah. No, yeah. seriously. My That's friend, true. My friend is a teacher and 
She worked up until she gave birth. Mm. And they weren't going to give her maternity leave, so she had to quit a job. That's they so weren't going to get her... Huh, like, at all? Is it that? Is that legal? It should, like, that's a it serious question. Be. It should be. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it should Depending, be illegal. You gotta read up on your company's, like, policies, policies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That is sick. It's, it's, like, under contract at yeah. the school she was at, too, so... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't give her nothing. Oh, well, she's under contract, so yeah. That's terrible. So, those are like, challenges, yeah. That's a that's challenge horrible. right there. It is. Um... My most challenging thing was kind of similar to Gabby's, just like dealing with all of our emotions, but mm. having to deal with our emotions in those different roles. So like mm. you, your mother, your wife, right? But you're still emotional. Like we're emotional mm. beings, but like you got to deal with your emotions, even being a mom. You have to deal with your emotions and still consider your partner's um, emotions in a relationship. Like just still like being emotional creatures, but then having to deal with things on top of that I feel like that's difficult like you know there's been times where like I could tell like my mom you know I feel like mothers like they try to be strong in front of their kids all the time right and I'm just like you're still human it's okay but you know she still wants to wear that motherly role she still doesn't want us you know to see her sweat and whatnot and I'm like girl you gotta cry cry you know what I'm saying if you stress you stress like it's okay so I just feel like that would be a challenging thing like dealing with our emotions but still having to deal with our emotions in all of these different spaces Mm -hmm. that we still have to navigate so yeah that's my answer that's a good one that's beautiful Mm. yeah and as you say that about mothers you know in regards to holding it all in Mm-hmm. and not allowing ourselves to be vulnerable mm-hmm. you know sometimes we're not doing ourselves a service yeah. Yeah. you know because again there goes back to that suffering and in, in in silence, silence. Yeah. you know it's okay to let you know your kids see you cry mm-hmm. then they know you're human you know yeah. my, my mom is okay she's not really a, you know she's a superwoman yeah. but she, she's human mm-hmm. you know so I think as women we need to just stop that and just yeah. stop trying to carry it all and ask yeah. for help Mm-hmm. It's okay to ask yeah. for help. I, I'm gonna yeah. attest. I don't ask for help. And don't. <laughs> and I don't. And that's not a good thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to ask for help, you know. Yeah. But when you ask for help, you just gotta give that person some time to help you. Don't say, okay, See? let me get. I need some help, and then two minutes later they don't do it, and you're like, you know what? Forget it. That's let me the just hard do it myself. Part. It is a challenging. Like it is. It is. But you just gotta. Otherwise, you'll never get help. Right, yeah. if you ask yeah. and they don't do it right away, but you're hoping that they do it eventually. That's, really? that's, that's really? patience. That's <laughs> that patience. is patience. Yeah, and that's a that's a hard thing to learn too. Yeah, like I'm it very. Is. I was telling Queso on my way up to right here. I was like, we we're just talking about something, and I was like, yeah, like I'm very impatient. Yeah, I'm just like, all right, work like, let's that. go. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and it's like I have to learn. I feel like God is really teaching me right now how to be patient. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's driving you, me up the wall. When you ask him for patience, he's gonna test. Girl, you. Yeah. but I know, like as a mom, you have to have patience. I'll be looking at my friends with toddlers. Mm. <laughs> like there's no, and I'm like, oh dear God, there's this girl I follow on TikTok, and her baby, she's three, cut her bangs off. Uh-oh. And I was like, I would lose my mind. See, <laughs> I would yeah, lose I, my mind. hair will grow back. I mean, but this, you start developing that, like, okay, whatever. It's, they're not going to kill themselves, you know? Yeah. My mom, you know, I watch her in terms of, um, like I said, I think it's cultural, or just watching your moms, mm-hmm. you know, and then you generation to generation. My mother tries to be stoic, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not until recently that I've seen my mother cry. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up, she, she doesn't cry, you know, and... Um, her feelings, it's like she doesn't always express her feelings. So mm-hmm. it's right now, it's like a fight with her. Mm. Mom, it's okay. 
things yeah. are okay and you know and we will speak and like she said well I wish you know I'm thankful that you guys are the way you are in terms of my sister and I and she speaks about you know I said but mom you did the best you could with what you knew yeah. Yeah. you know my mother had a rough life growing up mm -hmm. you know but when I tell her I said but mom look at everything you've accomplished mm -hmm. yeah. from where you've come from mm -hmm. so think about that you know so, so as we you know as women as mothers as nurturers you know Give ourselves grace, you know, yeah. and be vulnerable and ask for help. You know, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Mm. So. I can't snap. I know, I'm trying so hard. <laughs> okay, so that was the last question of the main topic. <laughs> so, as you all know, <laughs> we have a segment. We have a segment that we call What's Weird, Sweetie. Where we, you know, we have our, our listeners and our viewers send in a question that you want to hear us answer. And it can really be about anything, you know. So be sure to send your questions in to lifeisweirdpod1 yeah. at gmail.com. Inserts. Inserts. Graphic. And you might hear your question be answered on the Minister Podcast. Mm. Why would you want to do that? You know? Period. <laughs> this week we have, an, is it Anonymous. An anonymous question. Yeah. yeah. From. Oh, Anon it's an anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> and it from reads. no one. <laughs> and it reads. Oh, what is one thing you wish men understood about womanhood? Periods. One, one thing? Mm. One thing? Just one? One. Mm. Okay. For time purposes. Yeah. Okay, I'll go. Um, I wish they understood that women are wise as well. Mm. I think there are some men, and it's not all men, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, mm, let me not say that. I wish men Both understood men. how wise women are. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's this saying that I heard growing up, like when you're talking about like uh, a relationship, it's like the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. Like without the neck, you can't navigate. Without the mm -hmm. head, you can't see. And it's like, we're just as important as you are. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not just baby factories. We're not just like, I'm not here to just cook your dinner. Like, I'm here, I'm your partner. Mm -hmm. Like, you can get wisdom from me. Even mm -hmm. if you go biblical, wisdom is personified as a woman mm -hmm. in the Bible. So it's kind of like, I wish men understood how important it is to have that woman in your life. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be in a relationship. And even if it's not just in a relationship, your, your sisters, your mothers, mm -hmm. your friends. Mm -hmm. Like, women are wise too. We we hold a lot of knowledge. We're just as smart as you are. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I've just been, it's been a lot of men in my life, not in my family, but just in life that have tried to downplay my intelligence, mm. in, especially in relationships. Mm. And I'm like, all right. Little do you know, but that's, what, that's, that's my little two You cents. have been on a roll today yeah. with the words. It's your episode. Yeah. It's your episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, one thing that I wish men understood about womanhood, sometimes, like, not every, I'm Rephrase. finding it, I'm finding it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding it, <laughs> sometimes certain things have nothing to do with y'all. Say that again, please. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Certain things have nothing to do with y'all. Yeah. Like certain things like 
that we go through or certain concerns are should not be your concerns. Like sometimes we just do certain things for us. And it doesn't have to make sense to y'all. Like if I want to spend $120 to get my lashes done, then, then I, thought, I didn't know that was going to be the example. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where that was going. Like, like, there's different examples, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, because I hear, like, the reason I use that as an example is because a lot of times, we're, like, I'll hear something like, oh, like, why she wear this? Why she, why she do this? Why she have this? It has nothing to do yeah, with you. She's not doing it for you. Why, why does her hair like this? It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes certain, sometimes certain things that like, just it's just certain. Like wearing makeup when it's yeah. like, we're, yeah. like okay, guys, be like, oh, I don't like a girl okay. that wear a beat face. No, That's fine. Yeah. You're just not That's gonna fine. like it. But I like if it. you don't like a girl <laughs> right. with a beat face, go find somebody who's natural right. all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, Certain things, like, I just feel like sometimes certain conversations or certain input from you all is, like, not needed. And it mm-hmm. is condescending, especially when it when it comes to, I mean, if we're going to take their decisions about our bodies, Ooh. if we're taking it to the government, okay? Certain mm-hmm. things just have yeah. nothing. Like, there should be no reason why mm-hmm. men are inserted in certain conversations that yeah. only deal with women. Yeah. And that's just just point just point blank period. Like there's really no other way around it. Certain conversations and certain things, and I'm gonna say for the last time, they just don't have anything to do with y'all. If you're gonna, if anything, if you want to insert yourself, be an ally. Stand Mm. up with us. Mm. Don't stand against Mm. us. Like because sometimes, even though times have changed, because we are women, we do have a voice and stuff now. But unfortunately, like Kelsey just said, sometimes men try to downplay our intelligence. So do we need y'all as allies? Yes, but only as allies. If you're going to be anything other than that, then you are not welcome at the table. Facts. For conversations that are concerning women. Point blank period. Whether it's like high level conversations that are like very serious, like we said, or if it's even simple stuff about like makeup, cosmetic, what we look like, it don't have nothing to do with y'all. None. Mm. So just leave it there. Stay in y'all's own box mm. with that. Stay in y'all. And that's how about you, Miss Words? <laughs> what is one thing you wish man said about the well, I think a lot of what you both said were most like Kelsey said. <laughs> no, um, no, a lot of a couple of things Gabrielle said was important. But Kelsey, in regards to in a relationship, it's a partnership. You know, mm. I have a voice. Mm. You know, hear me out. Let's mm. have a discussion. You know, um, yeah, that part. Mm. In regards yeah. to that, in regards to what Gabrielle said, you know, in regards to the government and what's going on and. These old <clears throat> men <laughs> okay. making decisions about what we can do with our body. Yeah. You know, I really, you know, that's political and a lot of people may not agree. I, I don't think they have a place with it. It's our yeah, body. Yeah, our body, our choices. And, you know, that I, you know, leave it to us to make those decisions. Yeah, yeah. So, we got yeah. it. Right. <laughs> um, okay. I know mine, um, I love the analogy Kelsey mentioned earlier about how like women are constantly evolving. Mm. I wish men kind of understood that more, mm. right? It's yeah. like the woman that you see today, I'm not going to be this woman next year. I'm not yeah. going to be this woman in five yeah. years, right? So my likes might change. My interests mm. might change, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, the way I need you to love me for my future husband might change. So mm. it's like, you know, we're constantly evolving. Like you said, we are simple. Like what we want is simple, but like also 
complex a little bit, but like I just wish men were a little more understanding in that and like understanding like, you know, we're constantly evolving creatures mm -hmm. or blooming mm -hmm. um, in another word, but like I just wish they kind of understood that yeah. a little more. That was really that was good. Was, that was, that was great. You know, I feel like lately I've been keeping my answers, or at least with this episode, like short and sweet. I don't know what it is, but like, but, but also Kelsey's been hitting a lot of, yeah. short, a lot of good short things. Short and powerful. Ah, short and that was, point. That was, but, no, that was oh, good. Yeah. That was deep. Very impactful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, what is one thing I wish that men understood about women? Um, maybe that we're better than them. <laughs> Sage. <laughs> Set. I mean, I'm joking a little bit. Not really, though. <laughs> Not for real, for real. Just a little. But, you know, just for the case of, for the sake of trying to keep it short, that's my answer. And what about it? What you gonna do? Okay. okay. Anyway. Look at Chase in the corner. Oh, sorry, Chase. You're a cool one. <laughs> Chase, you're a cool one. You're a cool one. Yep. You're a cool one. I like you. I do like it. I do like it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's not really my answer, but you know, just for the sake of that, it kind of. That's your answer. That's your answer. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. Anywho, we just gonna cut it right there. So. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna stand on it. I'm gonna stand on it. Yeah, stand on it. Anyway, <laughs> we have one last segment. And that is our house life sits. So with this one this week, we're gonna have a you know a, a sub question, which is. If you could go back and give advice to your younger mm -hmm. self with the with the knowledge you know now, mm -hmm. what would it be? Yeah. I promise you, this is not gonna matter in five years. Mm. I wish I could tell teenage Kelsey that. Like, I really wish I could. I think there were certain mm. things that I was so worried about. Mm. Most of them were like with my appearance because I struggled with being tall all the time. Like, I joke mm. about it. And I joke about it now because I can, but I hated being tall. Mm -hmm. I hated it. Mm -hmm. And then, like, shorter girls would say stuff. Like, I remember one time I wore, like, these wedges to school. And they were like, she's already tall. I don't know why she got those shoes on. Mm. And, like, I changed my shoes. Mm. And I was always kind of, like, unapologetically me. But for some reason that bothered me so much mm -hmm. that I went and I changed my shoes into my sneakers that I wore for mm. practice that day. Mm. And... I just wish I could tell my younger self, like, girl, even if you took your shoes off, you're still long. They're going to see you when you walk in the room anyway. So wear those wedges, wear those three, four, five, six inch heels if you want to, because who cares? Mm -hmm. It's this, this doesn't matter. That little girl comment doesn't matter. And I, ooh, I'm going to say something mean. Don't Never mind. <laughs> and see. <laughs> um, I can go. Um, so. I would tell my younger self, like, the emotions that you have now, like, the feelings that you have now, it's okay to have them because they're going to come back. Mm. And I say that because when I was younger, I used to be very sensitive as a kid to the point where, like, you know, you get called, like, by family members, oh, girl, you're always crying. You're always crying, right? So then I built this wall to the point where I just stopped crying in front of people, period. Mm. But I feel like now that I'm, like, healing more, I find that sensitivity coming back and I'm okay with it. Because um, I'm not looking at it as a negative thing. Like, it's okay to be sensitive. It's part of being a woman. It's okay to be emotional. Those feelings that you mm -hmm. have are valid. Mm -hmm. Don't try to suppress it. Because even if you are, I promise you it's going to come back in your adult. It's going to come back in your adult years. Mm -hmm. um, so embrace it, right? It's not a negative thing. Being an empath isn't a bad thing. You know, I feel like we go through this phase where it's like, oh, I know me personally, I was going through this phase where it's like, uh, you know, I care too much. I feel like I care too much. But like, that's my superpower. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a negative thing, right? Yeah. Caring about people, being able to relate to different people is not a bad thing. Yeah. So everything that you're experiencing now, the type of person that you are as a young woman, um, even if you try to suppress it, even if you try to change it, who you are to your core, it's going to come back in your adult years. So embrace it and don't be afraid of it because it's not a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for yeah. that. I need mm-hmm. to hear that. That's a good one. I need yeah. to hear that. For sure. Snap. Oh, me? Miss Fisher or Miss Fisher? My younger self. <laughs> I talk to my younger self a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, for, but a um, couple of things I would say. Remember your why. Mm-hmm. You know, as you're just going through your, your funky stages and everything. Why are you going through it? Just remember your why. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing. Be true to who you are. You know, a lot of what Kelsey was saying, just true to, don't try to impress other people. Mm-hmm. A lot of these girls won't be around as you get older. These little won't. mean girls, and some of them are jealous. Um, so just be true to you, who you are. Mm-hmm. Love yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the word grace has come about a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Be graceful to who you are. Yeah. Um, just like I said, love you. Be who you are. Be, um, surround yourself with people who would lift you up, mm. you know? Um, those are the things that I can think about your younger self, you know? And just, just loving yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, I probably would say embrace your power, don't run from it. Mm. Because I feel like mm. Jesus. a lot of the times, like, I would like to try and shy away from, like, people have always told me, like, growing up and everything that, like, it's just something about you where you just have, like, you just give off this light, you just have that aura, like, you're this, you're that, and, like, would speak a lot of positive things over my life, and I would always try to, like, run away from it, and I would always try to be like, no, like, let me just sit back and be in the shadows, but the reality of it is, it's like, I was called to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no running from it. Like, Amen. if I don't see it more clear than I do now, it's clear as hell now. So it's like, I feel like if I would have, you know, just like, taken more time to like, walk in mm-hmm. that, then mm-hmm. I would have, I'm proud of myself and how far like I've come, but I feel like if I would have actually embraced that aspect of me more, mm-hmm. then sometimes I wouldn't have been like as afraid to like volunteer for certain things or like mm-hmm. be in this role and this. And I'd be like, well, I'm in this position because like nobody else want to do it. So I'm yeah. here, I'm doing it now. But it's like, no, the reality of it is you're in this position because you were called to be in that position. You deserve to be in that position. You re- deserve to walk in those rooms. You deserve to sit at these tables mm-hmm. like, any space that you've touched and that you've encountered, it's ordained. Like, that is where you are supposed to be. And it's not by chance. So if you would have, like, just embrace your power because it makes you who you are. And there's nothing wrong with being who you are. If anything, it makes you more in tune with yourself and just makes you a more authentic version of you. Mm-hmm. So that would have been, that would be mine. Yes. Yeah. Amen. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, <laughs> I would say I was trying to figure out how to word it, but um, essentially, I would say you have more power in like choosing your peace and happiness than you think. Mm. So I have kind of over time learned a little more that 
happiness really can be a choice. Mm -hmm. um, you really can will yourself out of a bad space if you really kind of, you know, mm -hmm. are, are, are determined to do so. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are things that you can do to, like, lift, lift up yourself. your, lift, lift yourself yeah. up like, from the inside. So I feel like when I was younger, I kind of would just let myself just wallow in these episodes and just kind of just be like, okay, well, I guess I can't really do anything now. I'm just going to have to let it pass somehow. But I think over time I've realized, like, you know, if you don't want to feel this way, you can choose not to feel that way. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, I think just really just kind of knowing that you have a little more power over your life experience mm. than you think. Amen. Beautifully yeah. said. Beautifully said. Yeah. I cannot yeah. say that. So, that was... Okay. Oh, my God. Oh. It's our first guest. Yeah. Yay! Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for really having me. So they are going to. I love you guys. So I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Your input and your feedback. You're very wise. Oh, yes. I'm learning a lot from you guys, though. I like I tell Gabrielle, you know, I like mm -hmm. being around your, your energy, mm -hmm. you know, makes me feel young, too. Um, <laughs> but just listening, you know, all the comments that you were saying just now, it's like, wow, the light bulb goes on, mm -hmm. you know, um, in regards to me reclaiming who I am, because that was my New Year's goal and focus last year. I'm trying to figure out the word for this year. It was alignment. a matter of alignment, <laughs> yes. But it was a matter of reclaiming who I am, you know, yes. because for so long it was, I'm the mother, I'm the wife, mm. I'm this, I'm that. Mm. You know, um, I put myself on the shelf for a long mm. time. So mm. now that nobody, you know, my kids are doing mm. their thing, it's just, okay, who am I again? Martin you know, so that's girl. the thing. If I had to tell my <laughs> younger self, don't lose sight of who you are. Mm. You know, it's okay to be a mother. It's okay to be your wife, but take time for who you are. Mm. Yeah. You know, just figure out what you like, what your likes, what your dislikes. So right now I'm just like, okay, what do I like? You know, mm. what makes me feel happy? Mm. You know, besides my husband, my children and my friends. But mm. what does Marjorie like? Who is Marjorie? Mm -hmm. You know, so just remember that, you know, so listening to you guys, I'm like, I'm learning a lot, listening to lo mm -hmm. a lot, and I'm just enjoying it, though. Aww. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed the episode, guys. Tune in and tune in to the next episode. Period, 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 period. <laughs> and don't forget to keep your legs close to Mary. Yeah. It was in okay. the last kid. That's how we end the episode. I don't know where that came from. I think it's just something Sage just said over and over again. Was it? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. And don't forget to keep your legs closed to married men. That's how we end. Okay. Love you guys. Okay. Cut.